You're listening to the Viral Molly Podcast Podcast. Now here's your host, Rob, on the mic. Hey, good day, everyone. I'm Rob Espiro, and it has been a long absence from uh, College Volleyball Weekly on the Viral Volley Podcast. And you may recognize the two faces on the screen. You've got, I guess, on the left is Kristen Nuss, and on the right, Taryn Cloth of LSU after their full one season or 1.5-ish based on how you judge the COVID season. But um, ladies, I, I I know this is like your third, fourth time on here because you're a great topic during COVID and, and during the season, but I really appreciate you coming on again. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Happy to be here. Well, I know it's been a while since the, it's crazy to think that the college season ended five months ago, but I wanted to recap your guys' career there because you know, <laughs> I know, you guys are like, what? It's been five yeah. months? I've been paying my own bills for five months. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, um, gosh, your guys' record, you know, I, I had it in there. DJ Collins said it best. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. But I'm not going to say, got money in my mind. I can never have enough. But I mean, you guys were just so uh, strong in the 2021 season. Um, on a late 2020 podcast episode, um, you two had won every tournament that you played in prior to that, um, with the exception of one where you lost to Larissa and Lily. I believe that's Clearwater, toppling yep. some AVP pros along the way. Did you guys imagine that? That COVID time off leading into your final season would have turned out the way that it did. We'll start with you, Taryn. Absolutely not. Um, I'm not really supposed to be playing this sport. I'm supposed to be in a different country. Um, none of that, like just working out in COVID is basically because one, I can't sit still. And two, I, I had a goal of all of us coming back, like all of us seniors coming back to LSU and we all really wanted to win a national championship. So I was going to do absolutely everything in my power to make that happen. And um, all I could do when I was by myself is basically work out and try to get better. Um, so absolutely no expectations of being in beach volleyball for this long. So no, that was just <laughs> this long, that whole 1.5 years. <laughs> yeah, it really wasn't. Well, you come out. I'm going to stick with Taryn on this one because you're one year playing uh, a full season. You go 36 and 0 as with partnering up with Kristen there. I mean, pretty crazy coming over from Creighton Indoor. You know, granted, there's it's a, a great team there, but unblemished record. Your first year, first season on the beach. I mean, what do you think when you see that 36 and 0? Well, I started off. That was my last season. So like the first season that I was actually on the beach, I did have some losses. And then the second season got ended with COVID. So by the third season, I was just ready to go a little bit more. Um, but no, honestly, I mean, you've seen who I'm playing with. Like there's just, it's just impossible to have a better person and player behind you. And I'm just like really, really grateful. Um, yeah. yeah. All I do is win, win, win. Like that is Kristen and she's going to do everything to make people better. And that's, that's the best part is she doesn't want to just make herself better. She wants to make you and everybody else she's around better. Um, and uh, I think that's the coolest part. Well, let's shift over to Kristen because I actually did some calculating here. I was just looking over your career there. Uh, well, actually just that last season, but uh, 
what makes this more remarkable for your career is you only dropped four total sets in that span in the 2021 season um, for a 944 set winning percentage. Do you ever just like look back at the numbers that you guys are able to accomplish together? Um, not right. Really never even, no one ever even told us that or calculated that number. So crazy. We didn't even know that. Um, but I think it's just, I mean, we both just love getting out and competing and obviously we both like way too much. Like sometimes (laughs) we're like, this is a problem, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, we, every single game we went into and we were like, we want to win, but not only for obviously not for ourselves, but we went out because we wanted to win for LSU. We wanted to make sure LSU got one win on the board. Um, So, I mean, when you kind of look at it like that, when you're doing it for not yourself, but for your team, it makes it like so much easier and just so much more something you get to play for, which I think is very unique just about the college game and something that I'll miss a little bit that it really is like you're playing for your team, not just yourself. Um, So that's really kind of something that I'll miss about college. Um, But yeah, that was kind of crazy to actually know that stat. I had no idea. Uh, I would have gone through the entire career of yours, but I had a feeling it wouldn't be too different. So I just decided to go with the 2021 sample. No, I was definitely, <laughs> I was blessed with uh, some good partners and yeah, just a, a good, good five years for LSU. I, I would just, just like curious. to jump in and say, I think that was like the best way to put it. Like you look all the way up and down the lineup and everybody that was on our team and you just look at them and you're like, yeah, I can play for you and I don't have to focus on myself. And that's honestly way easier and it's way less pressure. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was great. That was, oh, <laughs> well, I'm curious. So uh, Kristen, I know that you uh, didn't get caught at the net a bunch of times, but do you know how many blocks you've got in your career? <laughs> no, actually, honestly, it's probably like four. <laughs> no, I think you have more than that. I don't know. It's kind of fun though. I think we should split block more, no. in my opinion. No. I mean, Baron can be a killer defender. Nobody wants to see she's that. She's got to take one step, and she's <laughs> everywhere on the court. I think at the Collegiate Beach National Team, that tournament, I think I saw you block once, and I was hoping that I caught that on video, but I didn't. <laughs> Darn it. Yeah, I'm always hoping when there's that one block, I'm like, I really hope someone was videoing that in the stands. <laughs> well, let's go um, – Let's recap even earlier, but in 2020, obviously LSU had high hopes for a national championship, but COVID shut that season down. But And obviously the Sandy Tigers had that same objective in 2021, finished third at Gulf Shores. But what are both of your thoughts on that final season of student-athletes? And we'll start with you, Kristen. I mean, it's kind of crazy that you said it was five months ago. It seems like it was like, it seems like it was longer, but also seems like it was like just yesterday. So it's super weird, but I mean, I absolutely love LSU. Uh, those five years, for sure, the best, like, five years of my life. I absolutely love LSU and the university. Obviously, it's my my home my home team. Um, but, yeah, that last um, – that actually, that last game, I know I've talked about it before, but that last game at UCLA, against UCLA was, like, the perfect way to go out. I mean, we – our team just gave it our all, and it was a full-on battle, came down third set, on um court five and i mean it could have gone either way that was just like going um unfortunately for us they got the better end on that day but it was just a battle and could not have gone out 
I still actually have my jersey from that game still hanging in my room in my closet door. So I still like see it every single day. Ask her if it's washed. Yeah, it's not washed. Still there. <laughs> it may still have some Gulf Shore sand in it. Yeah. I'm sure it does. But I don't know when I'll actually be able to remove it um, out of my room. But yeah, it's still just hanging there. Just that's how much LSU for sure meant to me. Yeah. How about you, Taryn? I think it is all about the family, um, all about the players, um, whatever school you're at. So obviously Creighton was like my first school that I went to. And I was like, man, nothing is ever going to be able to top that. And people always ask me like, what school did you like better? LSU or Creighton? You cannot even compare it. Um, just the way, well, one, it's a different sport. And two, just the way that Louisiana welcomes people into the state and you just kind of get engulfed in the culture and it's it's really cool. Um, and so LSU, I like, I'm not even from Louisiana, but every time the song comes on, I'm like, yeah, I'm from Louisiana and just start singing. <laughs> um, so yeah, this place will forever hold a very special um, piece of my heart. She's definitely the adopt. She's adopted to Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah, Honorary but Louisiana. we're talking about like different people that you play with and every single person that I was able to play with, like playing with Kelly, playing with Kristen, playing with Maddie, Megan, like so many different people. And it was just a fun time. Nice. Nice. Well, hey, is it fair to say that the uncertainty of chaos of COVID, COVID brought you two together and ended up in a pretty good result? <laughs> yeah, weirdly. Yeah. It's almost like you have to have a good outlook on the chaos, like something good has to come of it. And that's what I kept saying to myself whenever I was at home in COVID, I was like, there's a reason for all of this. And it's crazy that I never even dreamt that this would be the reason. But um, I think just having that positive outlook that things are going to work out, even though sometimes you're like, this world is just a disaster. Um, that things can turn around pretty quickly and do some crazy things that you never thought were possible. Yeah. Yep. Are you, Kristen, you had something to add there? No, I mean, we for sure, like this would not be happening. We probably wouldn't be talking to you right now, especially the two of us, if it was not for COVID. So, I mean, yeah. definitely it's like weirdly to say like, thankful like, thanks for COVID, it. It's like but thankful, not. but like not thankful yeah. for it, but yeah. Like I said, I've had you on a few episodes before. I talked to uh you two and two of your roommates it, it, they're slipping my mind who else was on there but um then then you guys i happen to be following you guys because you're posting your feeds on your facebook live and tournaments you're playing in i'm like man they are crushing people and they're yeah this good string of victories and um i finally had another episode asking how you guys ended up playing together and i remember the story like you guys just lay in your beds looking across the room at each other hey you want to play <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty, pretty much, pretty much <laughs> how it went. Yeah. We so, just, uh, just want to sit there and do nothing. We were like, we want to get out. We want to do stuff. Yeah. They were well, I think at the, we at the Yeah, at the time of that interview, I think you guys had won 11 straight tournaments, even playing two tournaments in one day. Oh, yeah, we did that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's messed up. You're going around and beating everyone up in town. <laughs> no, it's competition. It's fun. Like, that is what... <laughs> we love and i love so yeah yep let's transition over because obviously you concluded your uh, collegiate career and have definitely left your mark on lsu and collegiate beach volleyball um but it didn't surprise anyone that that both of you are going to become professionals and play on the avp tour 
Um, when in your partnership did this discussion occur and when did you mutually assent to actually doing it together? And we'll start with you, Kristen. When did that happen? <laughs> oh. You guys are awesome. <laughs> It was November 11th last year. So we're coming up on our, uh, our, our one anniversary. anniversary is uh, coming up soon. Um, but yeah, it was that day that we were like, oh, you want to do this? It's actually, you should, you would probably tell this it was, better. It's actually, um, Kristen was like, yeah, I would play with you. And I was like, what? You would play with me? No way. <laughs> and I was just shocked. <laughs> And so then it just kind of like got me thinking and I was like, man, this could like actually be a possibility. And then we played a tournament in Tennessee. I think that was in October. And that was when I first was like, oh my gosh, like, this is so great. Like I could That's do also, this for forever. I wasn't, she was like, still like, I don't know if I'm playing yeah. indoor. Like she was like, I may go play mm -hmm. indoor overseas. So I was the whole time was like, oh my gosh, that'd be awesome if Taryn plays, but I wasn't going to be like, hey, don't go play indoor, play beach. I was going to let her make her decision. So everything was just kind of waiting. Like, is she going to say she's going to pick beach or is she going to say she's going to go indoor? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I was indoor all the way until that October tournament. And then I was like, oh my gosh, indoor beach, indoor beach. And I didn't know. And then um, I just kind of had like an epiphany. It was November um, and I had been talking to my parents I'd been uh, like praying about it a lot and just trying to like wait for a sign. And that day there was just like three things. I, I can't even honestly remember, but I was just like, this is what I need to do. And you mean going 12 and 0 on, playing together wasn't enough? No. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was that day that I, um, I had sent her like a, a new house listing or whatever that was in Baton Rouge. And I was like, what about this? Like, we could just live here. And she was like, what does this mean? I was like, I think I'm going to play beach. So that's kind of how it happened. Long wow. story short. Yep. Long story short, it was November 11th. It was actually <laughs> That's how I remember it. Yeah. yeah. So you still have indoor leadings from what I understand. Or what I'm sensing here. I have you you have indoor leanings still now like playing indoor yeah no. no oh okay well then i'm not gonna ask the next question <laughs> i absolutely love it um but i think i am I, just i going converted to stick, her yeah stick to beach oh, now wow. indoor is amazing i love it but good this is good the path yeah <laughs> well let's talk about your first pro tournament together um Coming out in the first three AV, uh, AVP events in 2021, you grinded out of the qualifiers, only dropping three total sets in Atlanta. Um, and you end up playing the championship match against Kelly Clays and Sarah Sponsel. I mean, what was your guys' reaction to the result, that result to kick off your pro careers? well one I didn't sleep for three days <laughs> like <laughs> I was just so talking about cloud nine we were on top of cloud nine well for the first part of the tournament I was just like as soon as I walked on the AVP site after the qualifier like going into um like where they held all of the like where the three big courts are what's it called just the venue the venue yeah. 
<laughs> um, from then on, I just kind of like blacked out and I was just like looking around and just kind of taking it all in and go, trying to just stay one game at a time. Like this, this is really, really cool. Um, and I was just like, so happy to be a part of it. And then I don't think I like realized everything that happened until like two weeks later. And I was like at Manhattan beach and I was like, Whoa, this is just so cool. Um, so yeah. Yeah. That whole tournament was just a whirlwind. Like I feel like all of a sudden, I feel like we like started the tournament and all of a sudden the tournament mm-hmm. was over yeah. and we won. It was just like, what just happened? Well, like, you went eight and O, oh, only dropping three sets in there. So, yeah. I mean, a lot of people, you got a lot of people's attention that first Atlanta uh, at the Atlanta Open. So, um, especially winning it, people like, okay, they're here now. <laughs> yeah, I think that whole, like, leading up like while we were playing and everything and just we had been watching the olympics and everything and we were just like gosh we like we want to play them like we just really wanted to play all of those people and getting to play sarah and kelly was just awesome i mean we again we had been watching their run leading up to the olympics which was a fantastic it's so run. cool yeah and yeah. Just watching them play we we're just like gosh that'd be so as we're just like sitting on the couch we're like wow that'd be so awesome we got to play against them and then all of a sudden cut to your in the championship on a Sunday playing against them. And it's just like, whoa, this is like what actually we had been saying, like we wanted to do. And now we're, we're actually getting to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. I was just, it was just so cool. You can't even describe that, that feeling of walking out there for that championship match. It's definitely something I uh, don't want it to be the last time. So (laughs) uh, hopefully there'll be, there'll be more of that. Yeah. Well, that stadium court experience that that the AVP puts on, I mean, it's phenomenal. You know, it's the vibe, the energy. I mean, I love the fact that AVP and Donald Sun and his team of people are still doing it, especially through COVID. But I mean, you guys on center court, there had to be some kind of like wow factor of you're just taking aback. But how did you handle that? Because I, I mean, I get chills thinking about it. like if I run center court, how would I handle my nerves? And I'm playing against Olympians. Hey, what were you guys going through when you had that experience at uh, Atlanta? I mean, luckily for me, um, Kristen is always a very like calm, collected person. So that was really easy to not just get too hyped up and scared. Um, the night before though, I think it was Saturday night and I looked over, I was like, are you even nervous? Because I've been nervous for like six days straight and I can't do anything about it. (laughs) Um, so it was, it was finally then that I like asked her if she was actually nervous. And then our coach just keeps everything very level-headed and nothing ever gets too high or too low. And I think that's what is the key for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously like when you're just standing there at the back line, they're like introducing or whatever, your heart starts pumping. You're like, all right, here we go. And you, you definitely get those nerves. But for me, it's once that first point, just yeah. getting into that first point, and then the nerves just kind of go away because you're just like really into that game. Um, yeah. That's kind of for me. It just kind of goes away after the first, maybe not in the first point, first couple points. You just have to, I mean, our coach always even says, you just have to get through that first, first side, side switch. switch. Just get through the first <laughs> side switch and you're good. Nice. And it was, I mean, like she said, yeah. our coach, Coach Drew, he's just in between the timeouts. Like the timeouts were a little longer just because we had TV, like yep. timeouts and everything. And he was just like, just talk chill about, yeah we would yeah. talk about yeah. random things we talk about the volleyball for a minute and then be like all right let's just talk about like 
random things and just yeah. like super chill and just like laid back um so that was really nice yeah i thought it was gonna be like a majestic story like in hoosiers like you held one end of the tape measure and then taryn held the other one and measured the cord and then he put you on your shoulders you measured the height of the net and then some big inspirational no. speech came no everything's <laughs> pretty chill with us yeah yeah <laughs> nothing's well, too hyped up nothing's just yeah it's just really level that's that's the word Great. Well, you know, the next weekend or two weekends later, the legendary Manhattan Beach Open. Um, what were you guys' thoughts in competing at the Wimbledon of Beach Volleyball, having to face the 2020 Tokyo Olympics gold medalist, Alex, in April? So we'll start with you, Terry. I mean, we all saw the score of that game. That <laughs> there is no way around that. I still sorry. I think it is so funny the like the night before because we were playing them in the morning, right? We played yeah. them in the morning, yeah. and I was just like, "All right, Taryn, we just gotta go in like they're they're any other team. Like we can't just like hold them to such a high standard because then we're gonna play like that." And of course, we get out there and we were like, <gasps> <laughs> "Oh my gosh, it's April and Alex!" And you're just like you're sitting there in service eve, and you're like, "April Ross is about to serve this ball to me." Like, yep what is happening right now? So it's so funny how beforehand we were just like, all right, we're not going to do that. And then we like get into the game and we were like, we just were, we just did that. So I thought that was funny, but I mean, you yeah. watch them on TV and that's, that's your goal. Like you want to be there and then they win the gold medal match and you know that they're gold medalists like that. There is just something to be said for that. Like the amount mm -hmm. of effort and hours and training and ability and talent, like all of that, you are the best in the world. So, I mean, there's no way that I was actually going to be able to walk in there and be like, Oh, it's just two more people. Um, yeah. after like talking to them a little bit and getting to play against them. Um, I think it does just like make you realize that everybody out there is just a person, obviously some people mm -hmm. have way more experience or talent, but, um, at the end of the day, like we're, we were all there to compete. So I think that was like the coolest way that I could have experienced that. Um, yeah. Obviously wish I wouldn't have had the first game like we did. Um, but I mean, it's over and you got to move on. Yep. Kristen, anything to add there? Man, we got, we got destroyed. <laughs> yeah, we got destroyed. But then it's fun to come back and battle with them and actually show that we can compete with them. Yeah. We're just, they definitely showed us what our weaknesses were, what was, were, were. Are, are currently plural, plural work. <laughs> uh, thank you for that. Or unless you uh, only have one weakness, and it would be was. <laughs> but no, that's the good thing about playing the best. They're gonna expose you, and they're gonna challenge you. And we are we're excited, honestly, for the off season, and now work on those things and try yeah. and um, get better and just be more able to compete with them. <laughs> yeah. Well, Manhattan, I, I, Kristen, I know that you, you and Taryn are, are all about winning, but you place fifth and any other pro team would settle for getting fifth at Manhattan. I mean, this is your first Wimbledon of beach volleyball. And it's, I mean, it's such a high marquee event. You end up losing in uh, match 41, the contenders match against uh, um, Sarah Sponsel and Kelly Clays. And I believe one of the set score was 39, 37 in that one. And I think I was watching from the match I was working and I was like, 
this isn't going to end, but I was so excited to be able to witness the battle that's going on between your two teams. Um, when it finally ended, though, I mean, did you guys just have this like, oh, grass of air because you guys knew you gave all you got? Yeah, that was a tough one. I mean, that was tough. In games like that, you're all you're always look back and you're like, oh, if I would have done this one point, yeah, you're like, yeah. one point could have could have gone our way and would have changed things. Um, but I mean, every time we played them, it was just a battle, and it's just fun. Like again, we just love competing. So being in that position, it's just it's fun. You have to look back and just be like, that was an awesome volleyball game. And obviously, we hate to lose, so we would have liked to be on the winning side. But again, it's just it was fun, and I think it really was just enjoyable for people to watch. So that's exciting. Yeah, let's shift over to Chicago. <clears throat> got third place finish um but you had to end up facing april ross and alex climbing not once but twice with the uh, match number nine you topped the highest score set the previous tournament by you guys why not with a 40 38 <laughs> uh loss or or points if you want to look at it that way i mean you guys are definitely in the battle and in chicago is another big event um what were your thoughts on being able to compete at that level? Uh, not once, not twice, but three tournaments in a row. And we'll start with you, Taryn. Um, high level competition is obviously very amazing, but very challenging mentally because things that usually work or things that you're usually used to doing, teams are going to figure that out and they're going to make it not possible or they're going to change things up. So I think that's the best part is that you have to be so adaptable and you have to figure out like how you are going to become stronger and your weaknesses are going to be shown. And that's frustrating. Yes. But it's how you're going to react to that. Like, are you going to do something to fix what they are exploiting? Um, and I mean, I had a blast playing um, every single time. I thought it was really, really fun. Um, obviously those long games, it is, absolutely 100% defeating when you don't win those like obviously <laughs> it's a grueling match like you're putting everything out there physically you're exhausted mentally you're exhausted honestly after the three AVP weekends like mentally I was just so tired but so ready again to just get better because there were so many things on my list that I wanted to um, go over and kind of get better at yeah how about you Kristen anything to add Hopefully we stop seeing Alex in April in like the second <laughs> round of the tournaments. <laughs> Hopefully we can change the um, us not playing them twice. Hopefully we can just play them like once in like the semis <laughs> or the finals. Uh, that'd be nice. Um, yeah. But I mean, again, it was just it was just fun. I don't think there's a like any other way to describe it. it was fun. I think everyone in the stand, you could just tell like they also didn't want the game to end. They were just like, we want to keep watching this. Um, and that was, that was just really cool to kind of be in that. And you can just kind of like hear how invested the fans were in that game. Um, so yeah, that was just really cool. And obviously just, again, it's fun to compete with the best of the best. Yeah. Now a reflective question for you both, but looking back at your first full season as pros what are your key takeaways from this experience and I will start with you Kristen I think for sure is obviously that's the highest level that I think either one of us have has played at 
and kind of Taryn kind of touched on it a little bit in her previous answer. It really is. You have to, everything has to be at a hundred percent. If you get, if you go in to approach a ball at 50%, they're going to dig it. Whereas in college, you may be able to get away with that in some games. You just have to go into everything being super aggressive and you really can't take any points off at all. You just have to, it's a full seam ahead, a hundred percent every single time. Um, and that was for sure a, um, a big takeaway for me. And I think for both of us, um, but yeah, just at that level, you have to stay aggressive and go for everything. Darren, anything else to add? Or are you sharing the same uh, takeaway? Yeah, no, same takeaway. Um, again, I would add like the mentally strong, mentally tough, like being able to adapt. Um, you know what? Sometimes you're going to hit a great shot or dig a great ball or get a great block, but there's going to be something that happens after that. It might not always go your way. So I think it's just like being able to push that aside and just go one point at a time, um, even at that level, uh, which is really challenging. But I think a big takeaway that when we, whenever we play like that and we play our game, I think that is the most beneficial for us. Yep. Easy one for you guys. Well, may not be, but what was your most memorable moment competing on the AVP tour this last summer. And we'll start with you, Taryn. Mine was the time I stepped foot on the first AVP venue in Atlanta. Um, Stadium court. Yeah. Just like walking in and seeing everything and all the people that were so supportive of beach volleyball. Cause that had been my first time at an AVP event, like playing or watching or anything. I'd only ever <laughs> so seen funny. it on TV. Um, <laughs> So that was the coolest moment, I think, just having so much support and so much hype around it. I thought it was, I thought it was great. Yeah. Obviously that was a cherry on top, but I think that was the moment that I was just like blown away. Yeah. How about you, Kristen? I think for me, the, probably what I'll forever remember in my head is from Atlanta and it was that last point. And when I went up and I hit the ball and I saw it go over Sarah's head. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to hit the sand. And I was like, oh my gosh, we just won. And I just <laughs> fell to the ground. And then just like looking at Taryn and then also seeing our coach Drew and just being able to kind of share that moment with her and my coach Drew, who has been my coach for a couple of years now, mm -hmm. just having that moment with the two of them and just something that I had been, I've been watching for many years. I mean, I've been following. It's it. like making me <laughs> smile. Just thinking about it. It's so great. <laughs> Cause I mean, I've been following AVP for many years now and just dreaming about that moment. And then all of a sudden mm. it was, we were in it. And again, just sharing it with those two people could not have been any better. Yeah, just care. I know I really could. I honestly <laughs> could bring tears to my eyes. Um, and I don't really cry much, but yeah, that moment I will forever remember, cherish. And again, hopefully there will be more to come, but I don't think anything will be beat that first time. Yeah. Now, um, you two have a pretty decent following that comes to your events because I think the camera panned to a pretty decent group of people from, uh, from LSU that have been following you. Are these like diehard fans, family, friends? I mean... <laughs> 
I mean, a little I, bit of I both. Can, I consider all of them family. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have a strong following and they really are just like, I consider them my like aunts, uncles, cousins, like, <laughs> and it's, it is a fun group. We definitely, um, we know how to have a good time. And especially the, the like core group of people who always come, it's, it's a, it's a good group and we love, we just love spending time with them. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I know when you're uh, Facebook living your tournaments during COVID, I'm like, what's the score? I could hear someone say, Rob, it's this, and they're winning. They're up two sets. Like they had full on data. I'm like, wow, I like it. <laughs> yeah, very supportive. Like it is, it is pretty insane to have people come and follow and watch and be super interested in this. Like this for us, it's like our job and our lives but they do it because they care about us and they care about the sport. And I think that that's amazing. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's shift gears into current stuff right now. Um, in a few days is the four man by the McKibben bros and a uh, sharp vision. And uh, I want to find out how you guys got involved in this unique, but it's going to be an action packed event. And we'll start with you, Kristen. Yeah, um, I got a text one day from Madison McKibben. He was just like, hey, do you have a minute to talk? Um, have a, some, a tournament coming up. And I was curious if you and Taryn wanted to play, but I'll give you more details. And I just gave him a phone call and he explained everything. And Taryn and I were like, I mean, shoot, why, why not? not? Yeah, we're like, <laughs> that, sound, that sounds awesome. So yeah, we that's pretty much how it all happened. And then we didn't even really, they didn't have everything like fully planned out. Um, so we were kind of just waiting on the details as well. And then it just kind of kept getting better and better. And we were like, wow, this is going to be an awesome event. And I think it's crazy how fast all the tickets sold out. So I'm just, I think we're both excited just to see what the atmosphere is like and how everything plays out. Yeah, we were right, competing every single week from like February to what was it like August mm -hmm. or September? Yeah, September. Okay. And then we've had six weeks off. So I was this, the, I think it was Monday. I looked at Chris and I was like, oh, we get to compete again. And so it went from like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. We don't get to compete to, oh my gosh, we finally get to again. So um, as soon as she, we were on the phone and I had no reservations, I was just like, uh, yes, let's go yeah. play. Um, sounds great. Well, you two are representing AVP Midwest, but do you know who's on that roster beyond you two? And um, I looked on it really quickly, but I didn't see the names. So just so our, our listeners and viewers know. Yeah, Fallon and Corinne Quiggle. They're going to be with AVP Midwest? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then the AVP West is Jeannie Arango, April Ross, and I didn't get catch the other two names. Macy Jurger and Chris Cook. Should be a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> excited i am too never it really fun. i haven't played much four man so i played zero four man shocking <laughs> <laughs> well i mean with three blockers chris and i'm sure your defense is gonna just dominate yeah or i don't know i'm excited to set everyone that could be fun. <laughs> what do you mean you gotta pad your blocking stats just tell someone <laughs> else to come off yeah the, <laughs> the other team's gonna be scared <laughs> across the net <laughs> Now, um, what are you looking forward to most in competing in this, this unique event? And we'll start with you, Taryn. Um, we played quads um, my first season or like half season or whatever at LSU. Mm -hmm. And that was the first day that I felt like I was back in indoor. So I was like, 
just on the outside, just hitting balls as hard as I could. And um, I had a lot of fun. So I am just excited because it's, I feel like it's like a perfect balance between indoor and beach. Um, nice. So that's what I'm really excited about for playing. And then overall, I think it'll be super cool seeing all of the people and just like getting to know them better and getting to play with different people. I think it's going to be a great time. Yep. How about you, I Kristen? I am most excited to watch the guys play. <laughs> I can, gonna be I can only imagine all the stuff that is going to be said on the court. <laughs> and I hope I am just front row listening to all of it. I, and I think it's so funny when they all do some trash talking and just talk, talking across the net. I think it is hilarious. So honestly, that is what I'm most excited for. Just going and watching the, the guys play. We got to get a, a little piece on your guys' social feed. Top five heckles I heard at the foreman. Yeah. That's <laughs> Good. It'll go viral, guaranteed. Yeah, I love some good heckling. <laughs> well, hey, I wanted to give you guys an opportunity to thank your sponsors because we know without their support and with uh, out, um, the opportunities that they're helping you guys get to, I definitely wanted to give you a chance to say thank you to them. So uh, who are your sponsors you want to thank? Louisiana has been amazing. I know that I was adopted by them. So I don't have the same connections that Kristen does, but I really do feel like the state of Louisiana, the Office of Tourism has done so much for us. Um, they're always ready to help and I am forever grateful for them. Yeah, the, our Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser is for sure, he is with the Louisiana Office of Tourism and they for sure, we are very thankful um, for what they have done for us and, um, and also yeah. the complexes that are in Louisiana. Like we don't have beaches that we can just go to. So being able to go to the complexes and them just being so willing to share their courts and everything is super influential in our uh, careers. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are going to the, uh, these uh, facilities and playing pickup games and saying, no, oh, I've never played before, you know, some <laughs> people for some extra cash there. <laughs> No, we're, not. Yeah. <laughs> we're in wigs. That'd be another great piece, by the way. <laughs> Go in costume, change it up. Like an undercover boss. Yeah. <laughs> you just got crushed by Taryn Cloth and Kristen Nuss. <laughs> um, well, hey, ladies, it is always an extreme pleasure to chat with you guys and, and track your career. And especially since, you know, technically I'm, I'm in the, the void here of the between college and pro career. I just wanted to get your recap and uh, see what's going to be coming up, but I will be following your pro career and hopefully Travis will have you on his show with try and on the Sandcast podcast doing great stuff. And they're doing such wonderful things for the game along with the McKibben yeah. brothers who are putting on this four man tournament in Texas with sharp vision. So fans be sure to follow Kristen and Taryn on social show them that you're there supporting them and it's following the game. And um, let's let, let, let your voices be heard and, uh, we'll see you this next season. I, I guess I should ask, like, what's beyond the four man? What's going to be happening from the uh, career standpoint? Do you compete internationally in the? I guess it's in the Februarys, or are you taking time off until um, the next AVP season, or do you start competing in the AVP Next or AVP Americas? So we'll let you guys answer that. Yeah. <laughs> um, definitely going to be trying to get an international play. Um, mm -hmm trying to get as many points as possible. Obviously we, as of right now, we both have zero. So mm -hmm. just trying to get, get our feet wet in that and playing as many of those possible. And then also um, seeing, we're excited for the AVP schedule to come out. 
Um, hopefully they don't conflict too much with some of the international play yeah. because we'll play in all of the top AVPs. We probably won't play in um, any of the AVP next next year. We'll probably be just stick to AVP or international play. Yeah. Wow. Well, again, Chris Ness, Taryn Cloth, thank you so much for coming on and uh, looking forward to see what the future holds. But actually, I'm going to try and watch the uh, four-man, but yeah, I guess it's going to be on the McKibben's YouTube channel after the fact. But, yeah. you know, love to see the social you guys get, especially if you do that f- top five heckles. I'd be interested to hear, see what you hear. <laughs> <That was good. laughs> awesome. All right. Thanks, thanks again, ladies. Thank you.